ModHop.com founder Jake Redman and travel junkie Anthony Ryan. So I'm riding in uh, on the PATH train this morning. If you don't know what the PATH train is, it's the uh, train that takes uh, Anthony and I separately into the city of New York. New Jerseyans. Yeah, New Jerseyans into the city of New York on the daily, or as it is now, once a week. Yeah, you, once, once or twice. twice. You know, it depends on how we feel about uh, transiting. Uh, but I'm sitting just minding my own business and I look across from me and there's just the, the seats are all full and I hear like a podcast or something, just somebody, you know, rambling on about something. And it sounded like something political. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I was thinking to myself, getting real judgy, like how rude, why would you just like have that stuff blurting out on the train? And I thought about this for like 10 minutes. It just kept going on and on. I'm kind of like, wow, they won't turn it off either. It's just, you know, um, it's not even music. It's, it's, it's not even podcast. music. You know, it's it's bad enough when somebody comes in and starts playing uh, their music top volume on the train. I mind this more. But we get to, you know, two stops in. And on the PATH train, you don't get consistent internet service. You get it whenever you stop at a stop. You get your right, yeah. cell signal comes in every at every stop. So you go to check your email. So second stop in, I check it, and I realize it's my phone. <laughs> And it's just, it was, you know what it was? It was some TikTok that randomly came up that was just repeating over and over again. So even more annoying. How did you not know it was you? I don't know. It sounded like it was coming from somewhere else on the train. Like, but so I was being all judgy uh, and it was me. Yeah. So I apologize to the people on the train. (laughs) That you were giving the death stare. I'm sure they were giving it right back. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, this is, this is quite a milestone. This is the first episode of the podcast not only in a long time but the first one we've done in studio together in person in over two years now right six feet away from each other yeah or less even or i don't don't think these studios are allow for six feet but (laughs) you know pretty close uh so welcome back Thank you, and uh, it's a pleasure to be back I'm kinda, in your presence. I feel like we're sort of breaking the seal, too, because it sort of seemed like we've been back for a while, but it seems like a daunting task to like set up all the equipment and do all that stuff in a different way than we've been doing it for so long now. It's been two years we've been doing it remotely in, in our own respective... In my closet. Yeah, in my closet. Respective closets. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, so just a, a few news bits, and then we'll just talk random travel for a little bit. I haven't talked about amenity kits in a long time. I don't think I've seen an amenity kit in a long time, but Air France has a new one for its top-class passengers in La Premiere, available in two colors, red and blue. It's inspired by a writing kit, says Boarding Area Partner Blog, Economy, Class, and Beyond.com. And in its now-extended partnership with Skincare Sicily, the kit's Come with a black rose cream mask and water balm, booster serum, a whole bunch of stuff. Plus, you'll get the basics, a wooden comb. I guess a wooden comb isn't a basic. No, it's actually pretty fancy. Yeah, that's kind of old, old-timey. Uh, earplugs, higher-quality eye masks that you can use again. That's nice to have uh, if you live in a bright apartment like I do. And a beret. Yeah, you have to bring your own beret. B-Y-O-B. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to post a link to the article so you can see the Air France routes where the service and kits are offered. The current incarnation of La Premiere seating was introduced a number of years ago. Now, I've got some throwback video of the launch event they held here in New York, so I'll post that, too. I want to go to France. Oh, my goodness. I just said beret, and I'm like, I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm dreaming of Paris. I have somebody, I've talked to somebody, Jess, here at SiriusXM, 
uh, is going to Paris in the next few weeks, I think, or something like that. Really? But um, prices are insane right now. Well, you know, this morning I was listening to a language podcast for French, and I learned how to say it is nice out. Very nice out. Okay, go. Il fait très bon. Il fait très bon. Très beau. Like be, très beau. Like beau. Like Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. <laughs> uh, Airbnb is going to discontinue its COVID-era cancellation option. The company had implemented an extenuating circumstances option that let customers cancel reservations without penalty if they couldn't travel because they tested positive for COVID-19. Hosts could also cancel a reservation for the same reasons without affecting their super host status if they had it. The policy will go dark after May 31st of this year, which is 2022, if we're keeping track. It is? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, have you, Had you ever had the... Uh, had to cancel an Airbnb. Do you often do? Have you ever done an Airbnb? I have done. I've done those along with Verbos, among others. When you book, do you typically get the the least restrictive cancellation policy? I usually just go with the the least restrictive, like cancel all the way up until a few weeks before. Yeah, I mean, I I don't typically look at that. I just plan on it happening. Yeah, uh, I've I've haven't done it often enough to have to worry about it i guess right um but it was nice to know that they did have a cancellation policy yeah well in place for that uh so that even if you bought the lowest possible rate you could cancel if something covid related happened so uh, that was a nice thing to have during the uh the heart of the pandemic. This is some interesting news. And there's always, you know, even leading up to the pandemic, there was something happening every week, just a crazy on board. And it sort of ramped up over the last couple of years. But something weird has been happening on planes over the last half decade, I think. Yeah. It seems like a weekly occurrence and even more so uh, in the most recent years. A man aboard a United flight arriving in Chicago earlier today, meaning the day we record this, decided he'd been on the plane long enough. Flight 2478 arrived from San Diego at 4.30 a.m. when the man opened the overwing exit, stepped onto the wing, and just slid off, apparently. <laughs> the kicker is it was while the plane was still in motion. United's ground crew stopped him, and he was taken into custody by police. The plane soon after continued to the gate, and all remaining passengers deplaned safely, says the airline. I can just picture him just nonchalantly sliding off of <laughs> Well, that's plane what wing. I thought. What? I thought, it, did he just like, eh. That's enough. Or was he like, I got to get off this plate? You know, I picture it the first way. I, I kind of. In well, his own world. That's why I said, I smell ambient. You know, <laughs> like maybe he took two pills instead of one. Like he just wanted to knock himself out for the yeah, flight. Yeah, took one. It's like, did I take that? <laughs> that <laughs> happens to it. me when I'm uh, in the shower and I'm just like zoned out and I shampoo my hair. And then like what's two it minutes gonna, later, what's like, gonna, did I shampoo? What's, what's going to hurt to shampoo again? So... <laughs> I mean, I, I realize that the second I put the second dose of shampoo in my hair, I'm like, oh, this motion feels very familiar. <laughs> yeah, you get that recall. Yeah, like, like, I just did, I did this and there's way too much. Sense. You know, there's something fascinating. There's somebody I follow on TikTok. I think it's Sci Time with Tracy, this woman, Tracy, who does like all this cool science stuff. And um, uh, she got on to explain the science and she got way more into it than I could get into about uh, why it's good to wash your hair twice. Because the first time it gets everything out, but the second time latches on to whatever uh, molecule, dirt molecules are left. Like the huh? first one doesn't always get rid of all the, the gunk. 
So um, you're you're telling me lather, rinse, repeat isn't just a gimmick? No, it's a real thing. <laughs> like she like she says, I always wash my hair twice. So um, wow, it was good to know. And I, as far as I know, she's not affiliated with any shampoo company that would brought to you have, by Head and Shoulders. Have her say that. Uh, so uh, let's take a real quick break, and we'll come back and talk real quick about a couple of things that I have and haven't done. And uh, have you traveled at all? Yes, I have actually. You mean in the last two years? No, we well we talked about Italy. I mean, we spent a few we, episodes, we, like the last three episodes were in Italy. But uh, we'll, we'll catch. I up. will be. Yeah, we'll let's talk. catch up after this ten second or so break. The Mod Hop Podcast with Jake Redmond and Anthony Ryan. Feels weird. What does? Almost just being here. Oh yeah, right. It's funny when I came back to uh, work at Sirius XM Studios, uh, everything was in in the same place. My I had two magazines out that I had left from two years before this culture trip. Remember our friends at Culture Trip? Oh, they I, put yes. out a magazine or at least a couple initial magazines when they launched. I had that there, and then I had right here on the counter uh, an edition of the March 2020 edition of Aircraft Cabin Management. <laughs> the only copy ever sold. No, I think that's a, it's a common, uh, yeah, here it is. What month was it? Oh, January, February, 2020. I'm I thought, just kidding, by the way. I, I thought that was funny. That's yeah, my obsession with aircraft cabins. Uh, so didn't you just go somewhere? I did. I, I went on a road trip with the old family to North Carolina. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How was North Carolina? How are your accommodations? Beautiful. We stayed at, wait a second, we stayed at an Airbnb. What do you know? There it is. Yeah. And it was one of those, like a house, an entire house in this neighborhood called Burkdale Village, just outside of Charlotte. Beautiful place. Right. It was like an interesting community because it it was centered around like this little shopping village uh, with stores on the first floor and then like apartments above it. And then like you go a couple blocks away, then there's more like like apartments, like three floors worth of apartments. And then you go a little further and then these little starter homes. And then you go even further out of the center, and then this like proper. Like, Where's the beach? There is none. Oh, it's not a Zero. beach town. No, Charlotte. Oh yeah, okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why I thought beach town. How far is Charlotte Beach? You know how far? <laughs> my geography. The, anything North South Carolina, I'll, I've only driven through. So, uh, Charlotte is how far inland? I would say it's pretty far. Yeah, I mean, uh, right. Maybe four hours from the that coast. That sounds silly. I've never, I've only flown through Charlotte and I apologize to everybody in North Carolina because. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like just above South Carolina. <laughs> as, I look, as I look at a map. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just below Virginia. This episode brought to you by North Carolina. Visit North Carolina. <laughs> it's just above South Carolina. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, nice to go visit family because we haven't seen this family in a while. And so, to go and take a road trip with a family is always a trying time, but <laughs> but when you get there, but a good Airbnb makes it better. Yeah, right? it was it was a big space, and you could walk right into the to the village. What's crazy is that it's like the suburbs of Charlotte, and they're not that far from downtown, right. or I should say uptown. They call it uptown there, but it's is it part of Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte uh-huh. proper, like the city. Mm-hmm. They call it uptown. Don't ask me. Okay. I don't know. So the the suburbs, like where we stayed and where our family is, it's becoming like so like dense. It's crazy. It's uh, There's a whole ton of shopping. There's traffic everywhere. Like I didn't expect that much. I thought it was going to be 
empty roads. <laughs> but wow. yeah, what what do I know, right? But it's cool. It's becoming like a like a scene, I guess. North Carolina in general, a lot of a lot of spots in North Carolina, I think, even uh, maybe accelerated because of the pandemic. A lot of people I've known that have moved to North Carolina. So yeah, maybe that's where we all go. It's beautiful too. It's um, yeah. The the drive down is like really you know. Well, from New York spacious. to yeah, it's yeah. just ninety five, isn't it? Pretty much down to yeah, ninety five. I think we took we latched on to eighty one or something like that. I forget exactly. We're south of the border. Is that going into South Carolina? South Carolina slash Georgia. Okay. Oh, that's, that's right, right. That's where the uh, off ninety five. I think. Yeah. Right? Don't know how they get away with that place, but <laughs> what even it's, is it anymore? I don't know. I, all I remember was there just fireworks everywhere. Yeah, I, I stopped there once and got a cup of coffee, and it was the worst decision I've ever made God. in my travel life. Don't even stop. Uh, so <laughs> south of the border. Well, that's saying something. You traveled quite a bit. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Worse than the uh, oysters you had in Thailand before you okay, flew. Okay, no, 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 not that bad, but bad enough. That's so. Would you recommend this place for a summer vacation, or is it just a stop for to visit family? I would recommend checking it out. Um, as like a home base to visit like the Blue Ridge Mountains or something or um, just there are things to do in Charlotte. Uh, it's like there, there is nothing like New York. Right. right. Uh, but for me, I'm a big racing fan. Okay. Each. They got a lot of that there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have the, the Hall of Fame there, which is pretty awesome. Actually. Did you go to the Hall of Fame? I went right? and I dragged my family along, my immediate family, and they they only know as much as I've exposed them to. Right. And uh, they actually all found it pretty intriguing, like uh, to learn about the history of the sport, um, the uh, the ins and outs of it. You know, there's a whole lot going on behind the scenes. It's it's really interactive too, which is cool. I like to pretend that I know a lot about racing because just to sort of secretly, uh, like I'll see a name. Like I saw Chase Elliott on a news scrawl outside the other day, and I came in. and I'm like, oh, did you see uh, Chase Elliott won the blah blah blah. Then I didn't know anything beyond that. <laughs> yeah. What well, What do you think about the scrap for third place behind it? <laughs> And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Man, that guy who got close to the wall, that was pretty wild. Uh, anyway, so my summer, my spring break was, and this was for the kids. It wasn't really for my wife, Rob. My wife was like, this isn't a very fun vacation. I'm like, it's not for you. <laughs> it's for the kids. But we uh, we went up to Lake George again, and we did this last year, Lake George, New York. Um, in April, there's not a lot going on up there. Yeah, it's basically locals, maybe a few people trucked in from neighboring states because spring break is that week for, you know, school aged kids. So you get a few of those. But um, if you want to find a good use of IHG points and you have kids and you're in the upper, you know, in the northeast, the Holiday Inn Express, not the Holiday Inn Express, the Holiday Inn Resort there is a good option. I think it's got an indoor pool because it can be it snowed while we were up there. I mean, it's in the Adirondacks. That's wild. So it was a little weird, and it's like, you know, Fort Lauderdale. We were going to go to Fort Lauderdale originally, but they wanted um, cheapest I could find on the return flight was $500 a head, which comes out to $2,000. Good heavens. For, for the flight, just to go to Fort Lauderdale. It was only $200 for all four of us to fly down there. Might as well drive there. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. No, no you're <laughs> two children. Uh, but it, it's a nice vacation if you can find things to do in the area that are open. It's basically the kind of stuff locals do. You know, you've got like arcades and bowling alley. Uh, there's an ice cream place, Martha's, which is huge. It's a big ice cream place. So if you get a good day, which we did, you can go out there and enjoy that. Six Flags is an open. Six Flags has an indoor water park at their adjacent resort. Um, it tends to be on those weeks a little more expensive. We didn't do that. 
but there's go-karts and mini golf and and parks we found parks Ooh. to visit while we were up there so uh highly recommend uh and the people at that holiday inn resort uh were fantastic i mean it's a semi-modern uh, semi-updated, probably in the last 10 years, resort. And outside, they've got a little playground for the kids. They've got a little putt-putt course. The pool outside is obviously closed, but you can hit the the Whirlpool. Yeah. They've got a sauna. Uh, are all the restaurants open in the area? Well, yeah, not all of them. The, the, like the summer restaurants, the ones with like along their, not the boardwalk, but they've got like the, the ones that are on the water are kind of closed, the sort of resort-style ones. But a lot of the basic ones, there's a... Place called the Log Jam Restaurant, which we found was better to do takeout from, because the in the inside ambiance is like really like old and rustic, and you really gotta like it <laughs> to eat there. But the food is good, so uh, that there's there's enough to do. There's outlet shopping nearby too. Ooh. So if you're in the outlet shopping, so Lake George, New York, even in uh, the kind of off season, and then if you're in the skiing too, I think that's uh, another high season for them. But April's sort of a sweet spot because it's kind of dead, and you kind of have the place to yourself. That's nice. So, and you might be able to like charter a boat if if you want, but we didn't we didn't get into all that. But we're gonna go back up to the Catskills, so that'll be our thing to talk about this year. We're still only doing like really sort of like short distance traveling, yeah. Um, so we don't have it, but I got the kids' passports. Oh, good. So, good. You know, Just if, in case. Yeah. But if you uh, if you find yourself with a little bit of wanderlust after the uh, the pandemic or want to take advantage of this dip in the pandemic, however you view it. Get your passports as soon as possible. Get your renewals yeah. done. Get your. It took a long time to get the kids' passports. Yeah, speaking of getting stuff done, I need to get my global entry. Yeah, I, st- I still can't believe you don't have it yet. I know. You've been telling me for well, I've been Quite telling you for years, years, and it's a benefit of just about every credit card you have. It's pretty well, you, much paid for. You know, the problem is that um, I can easily schedule it for myself, but it was like having to schedule it for my wife, too, so we can get two done in oh, one, one go. You want to get both interviews yeah. done at the same day. Yeah. Because then what's the point of me having it if she doesn't have it, right? Well, no, that becomes a problem, too. And you have to have it for the kids, too, if you have kids. It's not like pre-check. You can't just have... Like pre-check, the kids don't need to have pre-check. They can just come with you if they're under 12 or something like that. But with global entry, you have to have it. We brought our daughter back from Barbados one year, and it turned into this whole thing, and just fights broke out. I mean, not at the end, just my wife and I were just started bickering because I thought we could just roll back in, and it wouldn't matter. Our daughter was basically an infant. She was about eight months old. So I'm like, why would she need global entry? She doesn't need pre-check. But we rolled back in. We started going to the kiosks, and or went to the kiosks, and the agent was like, does the baby have global entry? I'm like, no. How can they even interview? And he's, he's <laughs> like, you need to go in that line. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so we all had to check out the, the normal way, and it wasn't a good night to do it because it was uh, pretty jam-packed at JFK. Yeah, it was a... Uh... But Catskills, we'll uh, talk a little more about that, and we'll get into what travel looks like these days uh, yeah. in upcoming episodes, just to sort of get a, a full picture of what it costs and what it means I mean, to I, get back out there. I already booked a flight. Oh, and it was torture, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I booked one flight yep. back. <laughs> That's, I didn't buy the flight there yet. Yeah, it's kind of like- It's so you know, expensive. You start looking, it's one of those things where you start looking around, nothing's working out, and then you find yourself, okay, Spirit Airlines- the flight's at 9.45 p.m. and gets in at like 3 in the morning, and I'm not going to p- upgrade to a seat that I, where I can choose a seat. You know, I'm only going to ca- carry carry-on and, and not the kind that goes overhead, just the under-the-seat. Yeah, you know, it's just, not fun. You, yeah, you're making all these constellations uh, that, you know, you probably wouldn't normally have to do. But we'll, we'll get into that, and hopefully things will improve 
yeah. uh, before we do another podcast <laughs> so it's not so dark. Uh, but thanks for having us on. I, is that how we do it? Uh, um, it's been so long since we've done a podcast, I don't even know how to sign off anymore. <laughs> there we go. I think that's how we end it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Stock applause. 